Hello and welcome to the St Mark's MK podcast. We are a small community in Milton Keynes growing in faith as disciples of Jesus while showing love and sharing hope to all our neighbours. Thank you for joining our village. We hope this conversation about building a life of peace and meaning helps you. It will make much more sense if you use these episodes as conversation starters with others and see where the grace of God leads you. So this thing happened. (laughs) We were at St Mark's in a conversation about rest and about hurry and about slowing down and about Sabbathing. And we discovered this trellis that we wanted to build in our life this structure that many of us saw as appealing and we wanted peace and we wanted grace and we wanted satisfaction and contentment and joy and we were determined to move beyond intention into actually pursuing these things and we agreed that there was probably a structure that we would like to implement in our lives and so we began to look at sabbath this day this regular space of stopping and of focusing on joy and of focusing on delight and although we all agreed that it was appealing and uh, appetizing and we thought that yeah that's something we want to do there was this refrain that was wandering around our heads and some of us said it out loud and it went something like this as I spoke about it people would say yeah Paul that sounds great and I'm, I'm pretty sure that Jesus really benefited from the Sabbath but he didn't live my life and he isn't as busy, he wasn't as busy as I am. And he didn't have to deal with social media and all the different demands of my boss and my family and my friends. And I just, it's just, there's no way that I could stop all the stuff I'm doing. It feels so appealing from a distance. And I want the things that Sabbath claims that it offers, but there's no way I could stop. There's just too much going on. And then coronavirus happened and everything stopped. It stop was forced on us. School has stopped, travel has stopped, work has stopped, um, play has stopped, visiting people has stopped, eating out has stopped, getting a coffee has stopped. Uh, so many things going to the cinema has stopped. And we now find ourselves, uh, unless we're key workers and we live and we work for the hospital or, or we're delivery drivers or work in the supermarket and all you guys out there watching this, you're heroes, thank you so much, keep going. Uh, many of us have been forced to stop and all those things which were so important a couple of weeks ago and that we never thought we'd be able to do without suddenly have been ripped away from us. And and yet I'm left with this wondering, has that made us peaceful? Probably not. And there's a whole reason behind that, because why on earth would everything changing make you peaceful? There's grief and loss and panic and urgency in all of that. And there's worry and concern about health and grief for people that we're losing. But if we were to put that to one side, my, my guess would be that even though everything has stopped even though my life is much less full than it used to be even though i have evenings in now to be able to make video calls even though i don't have so many demands on me there's still this anxiousness there's still this nervousness there's still this pace that runs inside me and it's led me to wonder this if the problem wasn't so much outside me as inside me Maybe I was focusing on all these things that I wasn't able to stop outside me. But what I'd missed was the fact that there's so much going on inside me. And that when I'm forced to still and to wait and to listen, I don't necessarily feel at home with what's in my head and what's in my heart and 
who I am when I'm faced with just myself and nobody else. And all these distractions that have been taken away, I'm left still with this desire for peace and for depth and contentment somehow. One of the things we've learned at St. Mark's over the years is it's really easy to fall into the trap of assuming that when everything is lined up, when all your ducks are lined up in a row, when you've got the house that you want looking like you want it, when you're just one step above your neighbours, when you've got the promotion that you want, you've got a little bit more in the bank than you need, so you're able to take the great holidays that you want. When everything's lined up, then you'll be content. Then you'll be peaceful. Then you'll experience joy. And we've been saying for a long time that that's never true. The people that we've looked to that have all that stuff and that are ahead of us on the path, they they don't necessarily know contentment and joy. And yet there are other people that we've met who don't have any, don't have, don't have peacefulness in the countries that they live in, don't have anything in the bank or a bank to put anything in, don't have food on the table any, every day of the week. And yet they know this peacefulness and this contentment and this joy. And it's because of internal stuff, not external stuff. And so we're going to carry on this conversation about Sabbath and investing in this trellis in this time where we might say, well, maybe we've got a little bit of time now to invest in the depth in order that it might grow us and it might benefit us when the go button, the go button gets pushed on life every time again. So if we can practice Sabbath in this moment, maybe that will be a good thing. And so here's a practical exercise out of this. There are a couple of things that are elements of Sabbath. One element of Sabbath is worship, is giving worth to God and becoming aware of God's presence and thanking God for all that he has given and done. Uh, what is it that stirs your soul to worship? At the end of this little video, just grab a pen and a piece of paper or your writing app on your phone or whatever and just think and take 10, 20 minutes over this. Take some lunchtime. What is it that stirs my soul to worship? For some of us, it might be uh, songs or maybe you, you grab your ukulele and you sing or maybe you want to jump on YouTube or Spotify and listen to some songs. For others of us, it will be being out in nature and maybe we can't do that but we can hang our head out the window at the moment or sit in the garden and listen to the birds or enjoy the expansive sky which doesn't have any planes flying over it at the moment to breathe in the air which just feels a, a little bit cleaner for others of us we're maybe released into worship in our, in, our, in our walk and we and we wander past the lake and we think wow that's just amazing for others of us it's relationship and spending time with people who do something in our soul which points us back to god for some of us it might be an activity like generosity and that's our act of worship no, note down for you whether it's dance or whatever what is it for you that connects your soul with the presence of God? What is it that allows you to express what you want to towards God? What is it for you that is worship? Write those things down and then figure out a way that in this moment you can Sabbath, you can connect with worship and with God still. Here's, a, here's another uh, ingredient of Sabbath. It's joy and delight. And we're going to look at how we might sow that into our lives in our next episode. But begin now to think, what is it that creates joy and delight in me? And be specific. So, for instance, for me, I know an open fire just sparks something within me and it just rests me and it just refills me and it recreates me. But I know that an open fire outside does it even more than an open fire inside. 
you you throw some marshmallows on a skewer into the mix and you've gone the whole hog. Uh, I, I know that a game of squash is recreating for me, but I know that a really competitive game of squash with somebody that's about the same level as me and we're not sure who's going to win, that's even more recreative than a game of squash that I just win easily. So be specific. What is it that releases you into worship that allows your soul to connect with the presence of God? And what is it that sparks joy in you? What are the tastes? What are the flavors? What are the activities? What are the rhythms that create joy in you? Then once you've got maybe three or four things in each category, then maybe chart out over the rest of this week. Is there a way? And maybe the way that I have to do it in this moment when we're all in lockdown and isolation and socially distance is different to how I would do it normally. And I can get back to the ocean some other time. But maybe in this moment, all I'm able to do is put on some sounds of the sea and to close my eyes and to have a salt shaker and pretend that I can hear the ocean while smelling the salt. I don't know, whatever it is. Is there a way you can do it this week? that would help lift that anxiety and still your spirit and create a sense of Sabbath still in our rhythms because we want to chase after this presence of God and the joy and the peace that he brings into our lives. So grab a pen, grab a paper. What makes you worship? What fills you with joy and delight? Thanks for listening. Keep the conversation going with friends and join us anytime. Have a look at stmarksmk.com to see what our village is getting up to. You're so welcome to join us. Until next time, be blessed by the giver of peace.